Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Entrepreneur. My name's Sina, and I love following the journeys of other young entrepreneurs. In this episode, I spoke with Joe Bush, the founder of artificial intelligence and human hybrid powered chatbot service. It's a very cool business, and I think you guys will love to hear the, the journey and also the business, what it stands for. We talked about how the impact of having a chat capability on your website, whether it's AI powered or human powered or whatever, can improve the conversion massively when it comes to sales and lead generation. And also how a young startup, such as the many startups that you guys might be doing yourselves, can harness the power of chat on their website. And lastly, the journey that Joe took starting his company first by manually powering the chatbots himself actually, you know, typing out the answers to all his clients' requests, to now installing some element of AI in there to streamline the process, and also tips to those planning on starting a business, harnessing AI. I know so many of you guys want to start a business around AI, and we had a very good conversation about this, and what, when is the right point in time to actually put in the AI into your business. I think you guys will absolutely love that. All right, shout out time. So this week's shout out goes to all of you because I recently got an opportunity to speak at Samsung with their recent London Tech Week event. And I thank all of you guys listening at home, supporting the podcast, everyone that follows on Instagram, literally any support you have given over the last year and a half of this podcast journey. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I want to do more of a public shout out rather than just one individual person. That opportunity actually came out because they love the podcast and they love the the impact it was having on you guys. And, you know, I can't agree more. It's it's so humbling to know that you guys enjoy it, know that you guys are taking some of the tips and the values um, and actually implementing it on your own businesses day to day. That is the biggest thing that I'm proud of for this podcast. And I can't thank you guys enough. So that's why this week's shout out goes to all of you. So thank you once again. If you do want to feature in next week's episode in the form of shout out, I'm moving to more individuals, of course. That's that's what usually it's like. Um, then do please leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. And I will give you a shout out in the next few episodes. You have my word on that one. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Joe, how are you? Yeah, hey, Stina, I'm really well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, really good, thanks. I'm so glad that we're talking now. Like, it's been a few few weeks kind of like back and forth trying to trying to res- like schedule a date and i'm so happy that we're on a podcast now because we're going to talk about some chatbot stuff we're going to talk about some how conversation can help your marketing and we're going to like everything about ai especially like that that's that sort of area really i love that so much i think a lot of the listeners love that sort of thing like artificial intelligence but i think it's really important to kind of like highlight where artificial intelligence is to be used for and because it's, it's such a buzzword right so that's kind of like where I would love to take our conversation today. And I think what would be great before we go ahead is obviously a little bit of introduction. So yeah, who are you? <laughs> what is the chat The chat shop? Yeah, of course. Sounds good. So uh, I'm Joe. I founded the chat shop uh, just over nine years ago. And today we're a full service conversation agency. Um, so in simple terms, we help our clients grow through the power of conversation that's both uh, human chat and chatbots. Um, and we work across uh, B2B, B2C, but mainly in the considered purchase space. So I think what would be great, I'd love to know like how, how it started. No, always, always a good question. Um, so the way it started is I'd uh, always been interested in business, always kind of had conversations with, uh, with my dad actually about different, different business ideas. Um, and at the time, there was a company called Rackspace, 
who are still around. Um, and they were one of the only companies we'd ever come across who were using conversation in a kind of a pre-sales uh, sense to try and drive revenue rather than just um, to support customers. And we kind of stuck on it, felt like it was a really interesting concept and found there was really kind of two main reasons why this wasn't being used. Um, kind of one being that uh, people didn't really realize the, the potential chat can bring uh, and they really found it difficult to, to, get, to get right. You know, it's, it's difficult online, your website's live 24 seven and it's, it's, it's challenging to, to staff that and to, to drive proper results. Um, so it was really where the, um, the business was born. Um, very much bootstrapped. We started off with uh, five thousand pounds. Ended up spending most of it on on two MacBooks, uh, and then <laughs> that's, that's like half. Out. That's like half the con, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But to be fair, that's that's kind of all we needed. Um, you know, we we kind of hashed together a website, uh, and then just went out and tried to get get our get our name out there and 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 win some win some business. Um, we first landed our first client. After a couple of months, um, which meant me and my business partner were, were running chat ourselves uh, 18 hours a day. Um, you know, if we were going to the pub, we'd have to bring our laptops with us and, and answer the chats. Um, but it gave us a really good insight in what was working, what wasn't working, and also really the demands of, 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 of the role and, and, and uh, uh, delivering chat. That's amazing. What I would love to talk about, and I think you mentioned it there, I guess when it comes to sort of like helping customers on websites and stuff like that marketing that sort of thing you mentioned there how chat can bring a huge opportunity for businesses it's kind of something that in my opinion or i haven't done it for my own website it's kind of i feel like a lot i haven't seen that many businesses do it for their website unless they're like crazy big what opportunities can chat bring on on a website so the really interesting thing is you know, digital hasn't been, I mean, it's been around for quite a while, but um, in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been around for that long. And it was always seen as this, you know, brilliant way of, of um, selling and, and driving your business without having to have humans involved. And it's, you know, it's generally a lot cheaper you have to have brick and mortar location. Um, but what has kind of happened is we've, we've ended up moving to this very kind of faceless, um, you know, here are our products, here are our services. If you like it, you can buy it. If you don't, then, well, what do you do? Um, and the reality is people buy from people. We're all unique. We all have our own unique needs. A lot of our purchases are quite emotional and you can't necessarily decide which supplier, um, which business is best to, to buy from just based on what is a static website, which is designed to serve the broad majority, but not everyone. Um, and just by being able to have a conversation, whether you're in that kind of awareness, interest, stage or you know moving through to this the decision and action stage uh can really help uh drive that that purchase drive that decision and give that um individual confidence that they're making the right decision um and this is even more the case now that there is so much competition online and you can compete on you know price uh you can compete on convenience you can compete on quality um but you can also compete on experience and accessibility and uh, chat really allows you to to do just that. Why do you think it's not really used that much? This is quite an interesting topic. I, I, I mean, we will talk about your business, <laughs> I promise. But this is like I'm quite interested now. Is um, like I guess why why don't more businesses do it? So it can be. Well, it it is tricky. You know, I think um, 
your website's online 24 seven. And so having someone sat there ready to take on conversation 24 seven is a very, very expensive uh, endeavor. And that's the case whether you're a small business or a large business, because the um, kind of order of customers coming in at any one point in time varies on a, on a minute by minute basis. Um, the other thing is I think a lot of people have tried chat in the past and they haven't got the results because it's a, it's a tricky thing to get right. I mean, we've been in the business for nine years. We've done over 3 million human conversations and we're still learning something new every week um, and building that into our, building that into our strategy. Um, but I do genuinely believe that we are moving into a, a, a space where the majority of organizations would um, and should have conversation on on their website. Um, the only exceptions really are if you're selling, you know, very very fast moving, um, easy products where it doesn't really matter so much. Um, but in large large majority of cases, chat is the kind of the missing link in any organization's marketing mix. Quick, quickly, Joe, before we move on to I guess like the chat shop and how you how like where it's at right now, as as a small business. Um, where you know their budget might not be as big to to outsource that those certain things, but they still want to utilize chat because it is important. So I guess like would well, firstly, would it benefit a small business? And if they were to undertake it, how how would they do that? So I mean, they, they have a range of options. Everyone has a range of options. Um, you know, I think the the one of the first steps if you are starting up is to get on chat yourself. <laughs> and speak to your own customers because the level of insight you can generate, not just from the people who do buy from you, but the people who don't buy from you is so invaluable. And once you've gone through that process and learned a little bit more and understood uh, the value it can bring, you can then explore your options. You know, we're, we're, we're quite an expensive business. Um, our, our team will be American or English based um, rather than, than offshore. And we put a lot of energy into um, the kind of the strategy and optimizing the work we do. Um, but our focus is always on driving return on an investment. And quite quickly, organizations will get to a size where it does make sense to look for a, a, a partner or building their own team in-house. Um, we always like to be led by data and insights. So testing something yourself is, is is never a bad place to start, especially if you're a smaller organization. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it is pretty cool like, to be able to do stuff like that. And I think doing it manually, as with a lot of different things when starting a business is is very insightful. Although it is hard, but it is very insightful for, I mean, like starting my own business, we did so many things manually. And then I think going on to you, at the start, you mentioned things were very, very manual for, for your business. Mm, yeah, most definitely. And, and over the last uh, three, four years, we've been um, developing more and more chatbots. And a lot of them are in a kind of a hybrid sense. So we'll use a chatbot to handle uh, part of the conversation. And then when it's needed, hand it over to, to a human. But chatbots are tricky. I, <laughs> I don't know, Sina, have you ever had a, a superb chatbot experience? Yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you is that obviously that human interaction is is like what people want when, mm. when a chatbot when when they when they get like that chat screen. Um for a business that's not scalable. You can't just have a human sitting on it 24-7. But it's like, how do you balance the two? Because the the rope the kind of like the automator one, usually they're they're not very good. I was gonna swear, but I I've tried to keep it clean now. They're not very they're not very good. They're they're just they're a bit frustrating. Everyone's like, oh, I want to speak to a real person. So but I, I completely understand both sides of the of the argument, right? So 
I mean, yeah, in answer to your question, no. And I think the, the, the tricky thing is, it's very hard to develop a conversational strategy which meets the needs of the business. Um, you know, being, uh, it needs to be efficient, it needs to drive results, but also meets the needs of the customer. Again, being efficient uh, and providing the information and the knowledge you need at the right point in time without any kind of frustration. And there's a big challenge, I think, with the way the public and people early on in their um, experience with AI and chatbots, the feeling is that it's great, you plug them in, you spend a couple of hours, a couple of days uh, developing the bot, and then it will it'll handle your, your, your customer experience. Um, but it doesn't work out that way. You know, we're kind of, we are only human. Um, everyone is unique. And so to have a really effective approach with, with chatbots, it needs proper effort to be reviewing and optimizing on a you know daily, weekly basis, depending on the volume of interactions you're having. Um, and in doing so, you can then start to create a really nicely scalable um, operation. Uh, but we have this... Um, this kind of chart we often use when we're talking to talking to prospects, which um, kind of plots the complexity of the business um, along one axis and plots the volume of conversations along the other. And we have found that um, there is a point, a kind of crossover point, where the, if, if, if you're doing lower volumes of conversations, human chat is generally the most efficient and effective way of doing things. And it's only once you start to ramp up the volume while still not having too, level, too, too high level of, of complexity, can chatbots really start to add value without frustrating your customers. But it's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's really tricky. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I said. Like, it, that, it's, that, it's that kind of like that, that give and take for obviously a business wants to use chat. It's not scalable when it's just humans, but it's like, yeah, that those two arguments that you made, yeah, it's exactly what I mentioned. So I guess like, as as a business, so you saw that, but you're doing things very manually at the beginning. You didn't have the artificial intelligence or whatever to scale it. But I think what would be great to know is is that validation stage. Like, what? How did you kind of win the initial business? Were you <laughs> were you telling them that it is automated and stuff like that in order? Because because the end goal, right, was to was to get to that stage where you did have artificial intelligence, you did have that level of automation, so it is scalable for a business. That was your kind of USP, right? Well, kind of. I think, you know, there's there's a, a lot of our clients, we, we still focus on 100% human chat because it is the uh, best way of driving results that they're looking for. Um, so, you know, our, our focus is always around what is the client looking to achieve? What are the client's customers looking to achieve? And then how can we most effectively actually do it? And, and a lot of our work is still manual because it needs to be. <laughs> um, and we kind of systemize and processize certain components of, of, of what we do. And our in-house kind of tech team are working on various different products to help um, kind of improve the automation and, and streamline the, the, the stuff we do. Um, but I'm you know, confident that there will, always, there will always be quite a heavy human element in our work um, because that's one of the things we get right really, really well. So would you say, I guess, the, the difference between yourselves and other sort of competitors is that instead of concentrating fully on human or fully on like automation, that is kind of like a hybrid thing depending on, uh, depending on the business? Yeah, it's kind of the the right channel at the right time to drive the right results. Um, and I think the, the fact that we have 
a kind of broad range of, of expertise, but very focused on conversation and, and, and driving revenue and, and customer experience allows us to kind of pick and choose the components of what we do to drive the best results because we don't we don't have to sell in our chatbots the best for you because we only sell chatbots. Instead, we understand what they're looking to achieve and then craft the right solution for that business uh, and then optimize it. You know, our work is never done once we go live. It's a continuous process to look at how we can make things better. I want to dig a bit deeper with Joe and really ask, drill down to see what sort of problem he's really solving because there's so many different issues here, as we've mentioned before, but I really want to hone down, really, really dig deep as to what's the problem that he's really solving here. Obviously, we mentioned before the benefits of having a chatbot on your website, but you know, if it is manual, if it's literally just you typing out the responses, it takes, you have to be there 24 seven, you have to be there all the time. That takes up a lot of time and energy, it's, it's impossible. But then you got the flip side of a, of a machine powered one, a computer powered one, robot powered one, where it's not, it's not human at the end of the day. And people might notice that it's not a very smooth experience. It might even put people off your website. So I guess it's like, what's the problem you're, what's the key problem he's solving? And also how does he solve it efficiently? The key problem we're solving is, I mean, we help organizations grow through the power of conversation. It's probably the, the simplest way of, of phrasing what we do. Um, and that problem is, is different for different, different businesses. Um, but in a lot of cases, it, the, the key thing we do is we help an organization's marketing budget work harder. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people's focus is on driving more traffic. Um, but in most businesses, 98% of that traffic never buy. So our play is, well, if you're already getting all of that traffic, why, why don't we help you try and convert that traffic rather than just pumping yeah. more into the top of the slightly leaky funnel? But I guess, like, is it difficult? Because obviously so many different businesses have different needs, they're different complexities, as you mentioned before. So was it, when you were starting out, was it a case of you'd only go for a certain industry, like trying to get an industry fit? Or was it kind of like going for, for everyone? Like, what was this kind of approach? So, yeah, over the years, we've, we've run campaigns focused on particular industries. You know, if, if we get some good results um, in a particular industry, it makes sense to go and explore other businesses which uh, show a, a similar business model. And I don't necessarily mean same target market, same vertical, but um, same characteristics as a firm. Um, but what we have found is... Really, as long as an organization is in the considered purchase space and has enough traffic on their website, um, we can add value to them um, in some form. So I guess like right now, is there is there is that element of artificial intelligence within the business, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I think like with all of our work, we are focused on the outcome and we will generally try and look for what is the um kind of clearest way of us achieving that outcome so we use we use chatbots which you know the underlying technology is a mix of machine learning and natural language processing um and they they do the job they work well um we are also exploring using that sort of technology in other areas of the business you know from how we kind of track and target visitors on a on a website but I mean, here's the thing, Joe, this is, I mean, we talked about this before we hit record. Um, so many young people, so many people in general, right? They want to start a business and AI is such a buzzword at the moment, like massive. 
so many people want to start a business around AI just because it's a buzzword rather than focusing on starting a business that's solving a problem. And like sometimes AI does fit that problem. Like it helps you scale and, you know, solve that problem at scale. But I guess like as a founder within the space, like, does it drive you crazy that a lot of people like they're kind of missing the point when it comes to artificial intelligence almost? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we don't chase buzzwords, um, but I do see that, you know, it, it happens a lot. Um, we tend to take quite a practical approach to things. Um, and, you know, whatever tool, whatever process, whatever strategy we're using to to achieve it, if it happens to be, um, you know, using machine or using human, it's, it, it's whatever, whatever works. Um, I do feel like there's a huge... I guess um, differences of opinion on what is AI and where is it applicable. And I, I'm definitely not a believer in you can stick it anywhere and it will. To be fair, you can stick it anywhere and it will triple your <laughs> triple your valuation, but not necessarily. Well, that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like everyone, everyone kind of like tries to shoehorn it in their business somehow, and it can be used in certain elements. But it's like I feel like there's too much of a focus on it now. Because of the valuations, right? I don't know. Yeah. The, the question I was trying to ask myself is kind of, so what? And is is using AI here any better? And in some cases, yeah. it, it absolutely is. Um, but you need that scale. You need that data. Um, and you need to be clear on what you're looking to achieve. So I guess like for people, like young people who want to start a business and, and AI is kind of in their minds. Um, I don't know if it was in your mind at the very, very start when it came to starting this business. But I guess what would you say to them before they'd kind of start building like an AI? Because AI is crazy expensive. It requires a lot of time, requires a lot of expertise to... AI is a very overarching term, as you mentioned, but like every element's behind, like below that, the like machine learning and stuff like that, it, all, of, all of it requires time and, and money. Mm-hmm. So I guess like, what would you say to them when it comes to, you know, I want to start this business and it's going to use AI? Uh, so for me, it's, it's all around being clear on the differences between a feature and a benefit. You know, AI oh, right, is, yeah. a, is a feature, right? It's a, it's a tool, it's a mechanism, it's, it's some technology which um, can be applied in various different ways. Um, but the one thing I've, you know, come to realize is people don't buy features, they buy the benefit you can bring. So, you know, we're, we're a conversational agency and we, we, we do live chat, we do chatbots. People aren't buying live chat from us or chatbots from us. They're buying the impact uh, we create by using those channels and those, those tools. Um, so I think just keep that in mind. And if you focus on the benefits you're looking to bring and however you achieve that, uh, you're, you're, you're in a good place. Um, keep in mind we're we're self-funded um, bootstrap <laughs> from day one, and so we don't sit in the same world as people who are going to be chasing the the kind of seed raises and, and Series A and, and things. And I'm sure it's a different story there. Um, but if you know if anyone is looking to to bootstrap, focus on the benefits, not the features. Quickly, Joe, um, I th- I think that's great advice. By the way, I, I love that. Um, but I guess quickly before before we wrap up, as <laughs> this is quite rare actually, a business that uses AI and hasn't they haven't chased any sort of any sort of fundraising because as you mentioned before, it 
it does triple your valuation in a lot of cases whether that's a bubble or not like that's another question but why have you why have you decided to 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 keep you know remain bootstrapped because you could probably start you could probably raise money yeah we quite possibly will at some point um i think for the journey we've had so far we've seen some great growth um we're taking quite a uh i think quite clever approach to how we we do technology which is often where the biggest investment needs to be done you know there's a couple of um uh, bits of technology that we buy in and then our, our development team are focused on uh the added features that those those technologies don't bring so kind of the they bring the mortar to the bricks if that makes any sense um and in doing so it's, it's allowed us to well harness the tech that other great companies are, are developing and then make it unique ourselves um so we've we've, we've been in a really good place um, I do definitely see the value in uh, raising money, but I also hugely see the value in in bootstrapping and being quite conscious of where you spend money and you know building an MVP and iterating and you know really focusing on on maintaining cash flow. Um, everyone has their own unique journey. I think you know as long as you don't feel like you have to do uh, fundraising, there are other alternatives for a lot of organisations. Um, and craft your own journey yeah i think before we wrap up like i I think like when it comes to fundraising um it's a lot of a lot of people i've kind of observed that it's kind of like they they chase that they chase the next round they chase the next round um and they're kind of like it's an achievement to raise that i mean it is it is big Mm, like it's difficult to raise that sort of money but it's kind of like that's the only thing that they run the business for and i've i've spoken to a lot of other startup founders on the podcast who who have said the same thing about like their some of their peers some of their friends and it's kind of like they're just chasing the next fundraise rather than like building a business i don't know i I guess that might be a topic for a different discussion but i don't know if you've if you've observed that too i mean a lot of people i've spoken to have found that their the, the kind of the founders their full-time job is fundraising yeah yeah <laughs> which i'm sure is is exhilarating knackering um and everything else at the same time um I'm, I'm not in a position to really advise the best best route for people um i think just you know yeah don't don't feel like you have to go down that particular particular path because there are successful businesses who um who don't and the beauty of it is you don't have to um, report to investors and, um, you know, potentially, uh, have to deal with the kind of added kind of governance that they can bring, you know, we've, we've managed to stay a very, very agile business because if we want to make a decision, we can make a decision. Um, but we don't have the big kind of, uh, capital behind us. Um, so it's a, it's a, there's, there's pros and cons to each route. Yeah. Really good answer. But so quickly, Joe, um, before we wrap up, what is what's next for the chat shop? So um, there's a number of different things. I think one of the the key areas we are investing in further is our technology, and there are a couple of really key parts of of our solution that we are looking to um, build some great tech for. Uh, the main areas are around kind of the the, the targeting, so deciding. Uh, when, how, and where to engage with prospective customers on our clients' websites, and any other areas from a um, uh, kind of a hybrid human and AI type solution, and, and looking at how we can augment a human chat team um, with some quite neat kind of natural language processing based uh, uh, AI. 
I don't want to say too much, but that kind of gives you a rough <laughs> overview as to as, as as to where we're going. Okay, sweet. Sounds really exciting. How I'm sure people want to stay in touch. So, how can people stay in touch with you and and the chat shop going going forward? Yeah, good question. So, um, if anyone does have any questions about conversation or any of the topics uh, today, feel free to add me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is is, is Joe Bush, um, or you can drop me an email at joe at the chat shop dot com. Uh, and I'm, I'm more than happy to hop on a quick call, uh, answer a few questions, whatever works. Great. Thank you, Joe. And when he does, when he says that, he genuinely means it. Like we, Joe and I had a call uh, two weeks ago and he's very like, you know, supportive of young entrepreneurship uh, as, as one himself. So yeah, do do take that opportunity. And I, I know a lot of people say that, but then don't follow through with it. But Joe genuinely does. Um, so thank you so much, Joe, for coming on the podcast. And yeah. Thanks again. I guess I guess we'll chat soon. Nice one. Thanks, Sina. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. And as a thank you, I'll give you a shout out in next week's episode. I think we're all good for shout outs now. So if you do leave a written review, I'll give you a shout out in the next episode. You have my word. And also, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram. Look at us on, look at us, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're actually almost on 2,000 followers on Instagram. So I would love if you guys shared the podcast a bit more. Um, show it to your friends, all that stuff. Because the, the podcast Instagram has really taken off. So I really appreciate, you know, sharing it there. If you haven't followed us already, please do follow us on there. It is a very cool space. And hopefully we can hit 2,000 very, very soon. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode again. And I'll catch you in the next one.